Yo, what's happening? It's Zenga, and welcome to the Zenga Show, episode number 11. Glad to have you back. I'm here. Mike's here. Hope everyone's doing good. Mike, how you feeling today, man? You know, emotionally good, uh, mentally good, you know, a little sad, but you know, everything good, everything gravy. Why the fuck are you sad for? I don't know, man. That's the crazy part. I'm trying to figure out why I'm sad this whole day. I went through my two podcasts. I did everything. Um... Yeah, I'm just a little Do you sad. Have a depression little... right now? Are you going through depression? No, man. I don't think so. I don't think I it's mean, depression. I mean, it sounds like it. It sounds no, like you're sad. I... You're literally sad for no reason. Why are Exa- you sad? Exactly. Sounds like depression to it... me. <laughs> I don't think it's depression. Honestly, I don't think it's depression at all. I'm sad. I just think I'm sad for just being sad. I just want to be sad today. And then tomorrow. You know what you should good. do? What you should fight uh, somebody? <laughs> fight somebody? I think that would be a good thing. Like I think people that get sad, I think I'm like, yo, you should go for like a fight. Let's like randomly just start fighting somebody on the street. I'm gonna tell you st- what, what what you should do. But about that fight thing, the the running joke I've ha- always had for years when it comes about when, when it's about you. If my back is ever up against a corner, I don't want Mike there, man. I don't want to lose no damn fight, bro. I want to win or I want to make it out alive. I don't want to take an ass whooping. And I get it. Sometimes we all got to take an ass whooping. It's a part of life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I have my choice of peoples, I'm like, give me my brother Reese. Give me Reese. I know Reese can go ape shit on anyone. But Mike, bro, I don't know, Doug, man. Doug, I'm mighty mice, man. I'm mighty mice. I'm small. <laughs> I'm small. But yo, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw hands. I'm going to throw yeah. all my hands. Eventually, I'm going to hope the security comes and breaks us up. Eventually, you know, security comes in. Oh, yeah. Run around behind security. Yeah. Yeah. Get him. Get me out of here now. That type of shit. You know, I'm always with, you know, having security save my ass. I always said to man, if I'm in like if I'm in a fight and I know I'm like I am outmatched. I'm grabbing somebody by the nuts, bro. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm grabbing you by the nuts and making you squeal like a little bitch. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> why not? Why not? <laughs> why, why are you going for the... Like, you couldn't, like, yo, oh, I'm going for the top neck, squeeze that, you know, hurt hurt them out. You know, I'm, I'm hitting the knee. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going for the balls because, you know, balls... I'm grabbing your nuts, bro, because, listen, I'm a guy, and I know how sensitive our nuts are. And when someone grabs you by the balls, bro, it, it, oh, it's no, like... It's over. It is, the fight, it's over. That's not fighting one. But, like, <laughs> yeah, if, if, you're you're running running off adre- <laughs> if you're running off adrenaline alone, that's adrenaline. And you're going crazy. You're going apeshit. You're going, ah... Uh, like, somebody slapped your girl's ass or some shit. You go, oh, and you're just going at it. Eventually... That, those grabbing by the nuts is not gonna hurt now in that moment because you just be like oh you're gonna be like, oh you gotta you know you don't find out you don't, you don't really feel it that yeah. much but yeah. you kind of do feel it still a- after man, like <laughs> that ten minutes after that shit's over you'll be grabbing your nuts for a whole day being like yo what the fuck happened here dog this is some bullshit this guy grabbed me I'm by my you, nuts. Man. Another but, man yo, grabbing you by the nuts. When you, wait, wait, wait. Before we get your question, but what I really want to say was that you need to listen to some Adele music. If you're feeling sad, turn on some Adele. Drink some Why would alcohol. I feel more sad because you're, you're you're gonna get it out, bro. You're gonna get it out, and then for some reason you'll feel a little bit better after a while. You're like, guys, oh, life's not that bad. But <laughs> what's the question I, you have? Okay, this this is a wild question. My friend hit me up um, a couple of days ago, and he hit me and he's like, "Yo, I just had sex with an escort." 
Now, backstory. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. This is this is going to relate to Are one of sure our topics. That friend's not you, Mike. Are no, we no, sure no, that it's not you, Michael. Michael. In all honesty, Michael has never had sex with an escort. Michael has always Mike's been like, yo, those years are, are well behind me now. <laughs> yo, we never, hold on. Mike used to tell me when we were talking, when we were in, high, when we were in college, Mike would, I was like, yo, Mike, you, you using a rubber? He's like, nah, man, God got me. I was like, what do you mean? God got you. <laughs> God got me, man. Well, My man said, God no got me. No I ain't using no rubber. I was no like, rubber. you are a damn fool, bro. A damn fool. No kids, no, no kids, no diseases. God is good. See, that's why. I but, guess he really uh, does got you. <laughs> exactly. No kids, no disease. Um, But his backstory was, he was like, yo, um, you know, most of the time I go to the strip club to get my release off or like, you know, throw some money at some strippers. But since, you know, all the strip clubs are closed and everything because of COVID, he's like, yo, he had to like, he works a stressful job, like banking type shit. So he goes, I had to, you know, doesn't have a wife, no kids, nice house. He hired an escort. Had her, crazy part is he brought, he brought her to the house, brought her to the house, paid for sex. And then she left. And I said, are you are you a dumbass? I'm like, did you get an STD? Are you gonna get checked? Like all these things run 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 through my mind, right? So he's like, no, bro. Here's the number, he, and he sent me the number. So I text him, you know, still wants because I'm see my head. I like I like to th- see things out. So I text it and I'm just like, hey, what's your price? Type shit. I thought that's like normal thing to ask an escort. And then the girl goes four fifty, and I said to myself, Lord Jesus, you know you know me too well because. <laughs> I deleted that number so quickly. I'm like, yes. And I started looking up like the probability of get, catching an STD from an escort. They said it's like 80% and shit. I was like, yeah, y'all wild. <laughs> y'all bugging for this sex thing. I'm like, I'm going to get a girlfriend because I'm like, yo, bro, fuck, fuck the STD. $450? Nah, bro, I'm out. I'm fucking out. <laughs> Done. And then I started asking like a couple different friends that I know are adventurous. We'll call them that. And I started asking them like, yo, so like, well, would you guys ever, you know, get an escort and everything like that? And most of my friends said no. And a couple of my friends said, yeah, but like, you know, it would have to be in this certain scenario and stuff like that. So my question to you is, in what scenario would you ever not pay for, not an escort, but just pay? Have you ever paid for sex without knowing? You know, this is going to sound extremely sexist, but I think we've all <laughs> paid for sex for not knowing. And I don't listen. I, I just mean like you, you know. What I mean like th- that's always been the thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you go on a date with a girl, and yes, you're trying to get to know the girl, but at the same time, right? If mm-hmm. if y'all want, if she wants to have sex with you, you're not going to say no. You're not going to be like no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Right? You're gonna be like, yeah, let's do it. And in a way, twisted, maybe weird way, it's kind of paying for sex. But but in, in the actual context that you're talking about, no, I, I I would never I would never do that. Um, maybe if like the world and society changes to the point where like doing that is an acceptable thing, and not, there's like regulations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, actually, funny enough, I'm not going to say the person's name, but we we both know someone. We have I think we know two people. One person who 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 has paid for sex with with an escort, and another person who uh, is an escort. So, yeah, I, I'm not really? gonna say their name because I, I don't want to air their business out like that. But just know, you know, we, we know we know some people, and, I, and it, like we have some people in common who have done that, and I, I know other people who, who have done it before too. And I get it, man. 
I get it. Sometimes you're just you're in a situation where you just can't attract the opposite sex, or you can't even attract the same sex. And you're just like, fuck it, I got an extra five hundred dollars kicking around. It's not going to hurt my pocket, so whatever. Let me uh, let me get business down. The, you know, the only the farthest I ever went, like I told you guys, is only tax, and then even that has turned me off because I'm just like, I'm not. I'm I I'd rather go to the strip club by myself than go to um some random girl and catch something. I just. <laughs> both both are terrible. Listen, I lo- I'm I'm a person who loves the strip club, man. I went to a strip club in the states, and they had oh, the no, best I damn. I, they had the best damn wings I've ever had before in my life, and and the, <laughs> the strippers are cool. You know, so you get a dance at the, at the strip club and stuff. My girlfriend, man, she hates the strip club. Like she hates it with a passion. I remember before COVID and stuff was happening, I was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm going down to see my family and. My, my friends and stuff and you know we, we might be going to the strip club she's like what do you mean you're going to the strip club and blah i'm like hey <laughs> chill we just go have some beers we're gonna go to the strip club chill out you know maybe get it she's like you can't be getting a dance oh, that and was a that's cheating and i'm like hold on here is that really cheating if you go to if you're in a committed <laughs> relationship you go to the strip club with your boys you have a couple drinks and you get maybe a lab a lab dance or two is that really Really cheating? Uh, yeah, because I wouldn't want my girl going to a male strip club and like some guy rubbing his balls in my girl's face. Like that's just not popping in my fa- in my face. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get like, what you're saying yo. about that, but I don't think it is. Like, listen, when I go to the strip club, I'm not I'm, I'm not going there and be like, oh, you know, give me a lap dance, put your put your pussy all up in my face and stuff. No, keep it down there. Just you know, twerk the ass. Let me throw let me throw some dollar bills. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Because if your girl said, okay, I'm going to the male strip club, and she's like, oh, no, nothing's going to happen. He's just going to dance with me. And you have this ripped black guy, six pack, come up to your girl and thrust himself on your girl. And you're sitting in the corner, chilling. You're going to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, baby. Throw them dollars at him. Throw them dollars at him. First off, why, why, why am I sitting in a strip club, <laughs> a male strip club with my girlfriend? Like in what what universe would that ever happen? A girl, you're going to go to a female. No, strip my club girl. With listen, you? my girlfriend would never go to a female strip club with me. I couldn't pay her to go to a female strip club with me at all. You know what I mean? I've been to to female strip clubs with other uh, with other females, like my my uh, my previous girls that you don't remember their name. You no, don't no, remember no, these no. girls. I mean, no, 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 don't say that. These are girls <laughs> who are my friends, and they've been my friends for years now, and we have been okay, to the strip okay. club together. Uh, my sister even. <laughs> I thought it was so weird. My sister said, hey, let's go to the strip club together. I was like, you're my sister. I'm not going sister. to the strip club yeah, with you. That, that, That's that, not that happening. With you. But what's crazy is my sister <laughs> loves the strip club just just as much as any other guy. And I, it may have changed over the years, but previous years, man, she's been to the strip club many times with a lot of her guy friends and some of her girlfriends. And I don't get it, man. Like I, when, she, when she asks me, I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm not doing this. You're my sister. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see mm-hmm. you in that light, mm-hmm. being there with There's me a in a strip bandit. club. You know what I mean? Like, I love you, and I'm here for you to, you know, be mm-hmm. be yourself and just go buck wild, but not when I'm in the vicinity. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, I could never imagine myself seeing, like, a family member at any out. Like, my friend, my be- one of my best friends in the entire universe has, uh, has his, like, he's really close with his cousins and stuff, so relatives um, and his sister. Like they all go clubbing together, they all go partying together, and that's always not weird to us because 
They're always it's always all females, and then like me, him, and like one of my boys, and that's <clears> it. It's always funny, but nothing ever happens because it's the cousins, right? And we can't, and like, no one can touch the cousins. <laughs> that's the thing for him. Like we can go, but no one. <laughs> he always makes it sure it's my clear. Nobody talks to the cousins. Everybody's cool. Everyone's friends, so it's always fun. But I can never imagine myself having like family, and I'm at a club, and they're at the club. I'd leave. I'd be like, this no, is man. Weird. That's. That's see, that's cool. I've been to the club with my sister a few different times, and we've always had a good time. You know what I mean? So we're, you see your sister with, thrust thrust her ass on another man at a club. Listen, why are you talking like? Why are you saying it like that? You sound so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> you sound, <laughs> I love your sister. I love your sister. Sounds so disrespectful, man. <laughs> no, bro. Like we're all just to that reality, bro. Listen, listen. I don't, I, I'm not looking at it like that. I'm not looking for her, blah, blah. We're all at a club. It's me, a bunch of her friends, maybe a few mm-hmm. of my friends. We're just hanging out, drinking. Maybe they're out on the dance floor dancing, doing their own business. Listen, everyone's a grown grown person, right? Even mm-hmm. back then, we were all grown people. You can do your own thing, right? But I, I, for me, for me, going to the club with my sister or the bar, it's some of the best so fun I've ever had Hawkeye in my life. Look like? What's your sister what? Hawkeye look like? What's her average guy look like to you when you're seeing her approach a guy? Like, you see, these are the, see this? Listen, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't watch that. What I do watch is when, is when it's time, when it's time to leave, vacate the premise and some next man wants to, you know, come up on my, my sister's arm or whatever. I'm like, listen, bro, I don't know what you think you're trying to do tonight, but you ain't doing it. That's my sister. And oh you ain't gosh. good enough. And you, you, you know what? Even though I say that you ain't good enough, I believe that every single, every single man and woman will feel that way about mm-hmm. their siblings, right? Whether it's like your little brother and some girls, oh, yeah. some, some girls trying to you know get up on him. You're like, listen, honey, you're not good enough for my brother. And that's, that is completely and totally fine, man. Like there are some people who you'll come across mm-hmm. and be like, damn, that person, you are good enough for my my sister, or you are good enough for my brother. But uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Did you see the whole entire Kylie Jenner um thing transpire over on social media, like throughout the week and stuff? I I I seen it, and I have a completely different opinion because I'm associated with people that have a little bit of equity. So this <laughs> little hits a little different for me. So. Explain it for people that don't understand. If if you weren't paying attention, I guess Kylie Jenner, she she had this makeup artist um a while ago. The dude got into a very bad car accident. They started to go fund me. And th- this is where things get wishy-washy. They started mm-hmm. to go, the news put out that they started to go fund me and they were trying to raise sixty thousand dollars for the surgery, which Kylie Jenner donated five thousand dollars and then proceeded mm-hmm. to share the GoFundMe on her social and encouraging her fans to donate, which everyone's like, that's super fucked up. Like you're supposed to be this billionaire who has all this money, $60,000. What is $60,000 to a billionaire? Not just a billionaire, a multi millionaire, bro. Like you Mm -hmm. have cars and bags and shoes that cost $60,000, if not a little bit more, Mm -hmm. or if not less. And you couldn't just drop the whole 60 K like here. I know we ain't that close. I know we ain't that tight. And you you once worked for me, but here, take this money, get everything all situated. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Since everyone now now is updated to, in the story, without giving your bracket amount of money, are you in the fifth? I'm assuming. I'm. I'm. You know what? Now I'm not gonna let you answer this question. But I'm assuming you're in the fifty, sixty thousand dollar range of making money. Now let's say you're significant. Somebody that you know personally. Needed about since you're in the 50 60 range, need about 
10K straight up right now. Now, since you're in the 50-60 range, you should be able to give that money to that boy, your boy, that 10K without no questions. Or (laughs) you could raise some money for your boy and be like, yo, fam, I know I got it, but if you raise this money, fam, you can get this money and get the, <laughs> you can get a little, like, I can help you. Yes. Yes. It's yeah, not even, man. It's, it's not even comparable because look at it. Even, let's, let's just say I'm making $60,000 a year. I don't okay. have, I, I don't have 20K just sitting in the bank account, just chilling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got a couple grand sitting in the bank account, chilling, but not like 20K. And mm-hmm. so if a friend got injured and they're like, oh, you know, I need $10,000 for a surgery and stuff. There's like, there's no. There's no way I could just be like, oh, here, you, you can take it here. Don't worry about it. Now, let's say if I had $100,000 chilling in the bank account, a friend needs a surgery, it costs $10,000. I'll be like, here, man, here's $10,000. Get that surgery done. Don't even, like, I don't, it's a gift. Don't give it back. Don't even think about it. Just pay for your surgery and take care of yourself. What is, when I have $100,000 in my bank account and someone, whether we were really Wait, close why did you or, increase? Why did you increase? I'm increasing just, just saying, just trying to show the difference though. You know what I mean? Like if I have $100,000 in the bank account, I'm in a better situation to help someone out financially versus if I, I, I only have, you know, 20000 or or just $5,000 in the bank account. Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner has millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. She has access to it. $60,000. If Kylie Jenner wanted a $60,000 watch today, she could walk into the store, drop 60 racks on the table and get that watch. But when it comes to someone who worked for her at one point, and again, whether they were close or not close, someone mm-hmm. who you worked with, they, they, you know, they, they were up close and personal with you. They're in a bad car accident. The decent thing to do would be like, you know what? Don't even worry about the GoFundMe. All right. Close it down. I'm transferring you to $60,000 right now. Take care of the surgery. I want it. I want to make sure that you're doing well. When it really just comes down to it, it's just about being a good person. Simple. That point That point of being a good person, I agree with. My only stance is that these pe- people are now going at her. And I'm not trying to defend Kylie Jenner in any so- sort of way. I'm just giving you the scenario of a person that has equity. Like I'm in the 40, 45 to 50K, uh, 40, 40 to 50K range of making money here in Toronto. But me... I would be considered broke in Toronto because the average, the average Canadian makes around $60,000 a year. And I always wondered to myself, I'm like, who the fuck is making $60,000 in Toronto? And <laughs> why can't I buy a house? But that's a different point. But with the Kylie thing, I'm not, I'm not mad that she's like trying to figure out a different way to get her boy, um, the 60K. The real person you should be mad at is the American government and their hospital bills of why you're charging somebody for for paying for surgery. That to me is retarded. In Canada, you don't have to go through that shit. Yo, you got into an accident. Yo, I need some surgery. Yo, okay, go get your surgery. Your surgery's done. Yes, rehabilitation and all that shit will cost you money later on down the end. That shit costs you money. But the whole surgery thing to me is just stupid. I'm like, why in the world do you have to pay for surgery to get something fixed that you didn't do on purpose? Look, it's it, like I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. The American health system is has always been a very interesting and weird thing. And obviously it's super weird to us because us as Canadians, we have free healthcare. And like you point out, if I break my leg today, I don't have to worry about paying $40,000 to get my leg fixed. It's going to get fixed because we have universal healthcare. Is our system, does my, does our system have some flaws? Absolutely. What system, oh yeah, every system doesn't have does. flaws? 
Yeah. And nothing is 100% perfect, but all we can do is keep working towards something to get as perfect as possible to where it's working for the majority of the people. But mm-hmm. just, just going back to Kylie, right? It's again, it's just about being a good person. It just didn't seem right. And, and listen, if she wanted to share the GoFundMe, it's one thing to share the GoFundMe with a group of your circle, like with a group of your friends who have millions and millions of dollars, right? And be like, hey, guys, do you mind helping out? Whatever, right? But it's another thing to go out there and be like to average people who are struggling every single day and pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for your goddamn product and be like, hey, can you guys donate to this guy? Because he's trying to raise $60,000 and I'm too much of a fucking cheap bitch to, you know, donate the whole entire money to myself. <laughs> that was very disrespectful. Chill, I apologize. Chill, chill, chill. I apologize, Kylie. I didn't mean to call you a bitch, but I was just saying it up here. I was caught in the moment. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. I understand what you're saying, but there, there still comes a point in our lives where everybody has a means to help somebody. You have the means to help out every homeless person you see on crossing the street. But do you? No, because sometimes you just don't want to. And I think I that as, so every homeless person you see, yo, here's 10 bucks. If I have if I have change in my pocket and I come across a homeless person and they're asking for, 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 for money and stuff, I'll, I'll give them some change. Per, prime example, I went to the bank a couple months ago and I pulled out $400 in cash. When I walked mm-hmm. into the bank, I saw that two people were sleeping in the bank. Keep in mind that this was during winter. Two people were sleeping in the Ooh. bank. So I was like, all right. I pulled out $40 from the $400 and I tapped the people. I'm like, hey, here, take this and and just walked out. Didn't say mm-hmm. anything, just walked yeah. out, kept going, right? Because my parents have always instilled in me and my mom has always had the, the belief that what if you are in that situation at some point in your life? Yeah. Would you not want someone to help you out? Would you not want someone to give you a helping hand? And so I try in every situation mm-hmm. throughout my life, if I can help someone out, big or small, I will do it. Because you know what? If I ever find myself in the same exact situation, I hope that someone would be a decent human being help. and do the same for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. At the end of the day, yeah, I give I give homeless. I don't, I don't give that crazy amount. But like, yeah, if I do, if I have change or if I'm on the roads and I'm driving, I see somebody and I got the money, my heart like beats crazy out my heart chest and be like, yo... You got to give this money. And again, like it, it was like I, I was pulling out $400. Like I'm in to be able to go to the bank and do that. I'm in such a blessed and privileged position to be having a steady job that's paying me money. And I'm able to have some extra money that I'm able to help out people from time to time. Right. So it, yeah. and again, it's just it's just the right thing to do. It's, it's what it's always about. And I, I will never waver for that. I don't care what Kylie says. I don't care what people bring out about this story. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, she is a quote unquote billionaire. Mm-hmm. And $60,000 is nothing to a billionaire. It's like it's like throwing a dime, giving someone a dime, giving someone a nickel. It is nothing. So for her not to do it, it rubs me the wrong way. And honestly, it shows me that the type of person that she is. Like, granted, she gave $5,000, which is a very nice thing to do, but you had the means to just take care of the entire thing. By the way, I might add that she that 60K goal, right. it went from 60K, it hit 60K, and then they raised it to $120,000. <laughs> and, and it's, oh, and it's no. now, the last time I checked, it's like $110,000. Oh, no, the man's scamming, y'all. What are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> y'all doing? But, I mean, it, it, 
that is what it is. That's why Kylie gave him five. She was like, yo, this man's a scammer. (laughs) (laughs) I hate hate scammers. See, that's why I don't feel bad for people like that. Like, yo, fam, I'm glad you got your 100K. Hopefully you're better, but yo, fam, if you now scamming to get more money because you now see that people feel bad for you, Kylie Jenner will, will peace out, bro. Like, get your money, get your leg fixed, but don't don't hang around me, dog. I can't, I can't. That juju, get that juju off me, my nigga. All right, I want to take a second to thank the sponsor of our show, Wolf M Tech. Now, whether you need to set up a video meeting, interview, teaching lesson, presentation, you name it, you can use Wolf M Tech. It is a super powerful platform that empowers people through the connectivity of technology and learning to connect, create, and build community. Check them out at wolfemtech.com. That's W-O-F-E-M-T-E-C-H.com. So Candace Owens and Cardi B. Um, Candace Owens is a, I wouldn't say a news personality. I'll give her that. Or just a personality. No, I would say that she's a conservative commentary. Okay. She she commented on Cardi B's performance saying that she doesn't bring American values to that. And that Cardi B's performance at the Grammys was absolutely terrible. Me personally, um, I don't want to stick on this too long because I know you what Candace Owens no, honestly, I don't. I hate that shit. Honestly, I think whatever th- this bullshit. Candace Owens is trying to sell a television show. Candace Owens needs this television show to pop off. So the best person to go at is Cardi B because Cardi B always responds. So the reason Cardi B responded, that brings Candace Owens fans. Can't, like, this has been breaking down so much. It's just like, yo, can, can Owens, <clears throat> Candace Owens fans believe that she want and Cardi B fans believe that they want. There's no in between. There's no like, yo... Um, there's no split. There's no um, conservative, liberal. There's no NDP. None of that shit. It's just that their fan base believes each other won, so that's it. I'm totally, I totally understand why um, Cardi B went back. WAP, WAP is a great song. I love WAP. I love WAP in my face. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that they believe that um, you can't perform these. Um, songs on television shows which is complete bullshit when you hear my neck my back my like there's been songs before and Candace Owens if Candace Owens truly believes in freedom of speech I don't understand why she wouldn't believe in this but go ahead Zang they're they're both they're both dickheads this like (laughs) I listen I get Candace Owens point I really do and I get um Cardi B's point like the Grammys it's a show and it's supposed Mm. to be creative and people are going to get get up there and express their art in the way that they see fit. Now, her talking about like that it's ruining, you know, children or whatever. What was the the what performance very pro- provocative? Absolutely no. it was. No, it was provocative, but listen, I'm fine with it. I have no problem with that. Would I would I have let my own son or daughter watch that performance if I had one? Absolutely not. I wouldn't do it. But that's my choice as a parent. I'm not going to tell Cardi B how to get up there and, and do her own show. But yes, I can understand why some people would feel a certain type of way of it. It was provocative, and that's how it was designed to be. That that is that's Cardi B. Cardi B is a stripper who became a successful artist off the back of her experiences and that's what she puts into her music you know what you're getting when you listen to cardi b at the end of the day cardi b can do whatever the hell she wants like she's expressing her art in the way that she knows how and i don't see a problem with that if you have a problem with it don't let your kid watch it maybe i'm just looking at it really black and white i I looked there's so many there's been so many like points i've heard over the week that's why like it's like drained out in my head but at the end of the day i just don't believe in cardi b um 
Cardi B should respond because at the same time, Candace Owens, let me express this again. Candace Owens is trying to express a show. She is trying to make a show. She's trying to get her show off the ground. She needs those views. She needs, she got like a year. How television contracts work, it break down quickly. They break, they break down in viewership and in year base. So Candace Owens got approved for one season. She needs that season to hit and she needs that season to hit hard. So if she's getting that Cardi B viewership coming in and trafficking in and doing all that shit, she's going to love it. And then she gets approved for another season, and then that's how it works, man. But what I don't get is, I mean, what does Candace Owens think that that she's really going to get by engaging with Cardi B on that level? You think you're going to turn Cardi B fans into a fan of yours and tune into your show? Absolutely fucking not. That is not happening. I've been saying this for a while. If you want to do really well in like news or politics or even social media stuff, the easiest fucking route to go is to go and be a conservative fire off do do everything that the extreme right is doing and people mm-hmm. will follow you and eat that shit up. They'll, 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 they'll give you money to do whatever Candace's own show. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be a, a fairly decent show. Like ratings wise, it's going to do some numbers, right? Because people eat that up and there's a lot of people, not just in America, but right around the world who feel like their voices aren't being heard and their issues and their thoughts aren't being heard. And when they have someone like Candace Owens, who is you know, saying the things that she's saying, nope. they feel like that that's their person who's speaking up for them, speaking up for them. And so they'll rock and ride with them. Why do you mean that's not true? Um, Remember that white girl? Remember that white girl that was really political and she hated everybody. And she hated Black Lives Matter. What's that white girl? Tommy Lauren or Tommy Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Where is she now? She's still, bro, she's She's still on Fox News. Like, do you know, listen, do you understand how much money this, this woman has made for herself? Like she has come out of nowhere. You know, she's been a very strong conservative uh, commentary and and voice. And she has, I wouldn't be surprised if, if her net worth is in the multi-millions. But yeah, Candace Owen and, and Cardi B, like they're, it was a stupid thing to even, to even talk about and 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 like as you point out it's 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 good press right people mm-hmm. are talking about it in newspapers i mean not newspapers websites will pick it up and blogs will pick it up everyone will talk about it and blah 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 it'll help boost her ratings maybe a little bit for the start of her her new show whatever the hell she's doing but it, I, I, again candace own you got a problem that don't let your kids watch it don't watch it and if if cardi b candace wants Owens to has one kid in london that makes no sense Candace Owens is London, England. London. She's yeah, London, England. Her You're husband's British? from London, England. <laughs> yeah, her husband like is Candace white Owens British. Is half British. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes no sense. Her like it's so stupid when Why? you like do, dive in deep because like Candace Why? Owens Why is half British. Stupid? Because Candace Owens is half British. Why don't you deal with British politics? You know why? British politics don't sell like U.S. politics. That's why it's good to be a conservative bullshit. Candace Owens lives in London, England, bro. That's like say something in Toronto. That's like Americans say something about Toronto. You don't live here, so don't say shit about here. I hate that shit. Okay, go ahead, man. I'm good. Listen, oh man, that that that's that's like saying that I can't say anything about Jamaica. Like I'm Jamaican Canadian, and I granted I don't watch uh, a lot of Jamaican politics and what's what's happening over there, but. If I did and I saw something, I would speak up because, hey, that's that's my motherland. That's where I'm from. That's where I was born. And I have family there. Actually, majority of my family lives in, in Jamaica. So I don't want to see shit mm-hmm. 
transpire or happen to put them in an even you know worse position or whatever it may be. But um, that's interesting. I didn't know that she was British. I didn't know that she was half British. I I literally thought Mad she British. Was, her baby's British. She had a kid. In, she had a kid in Britain. <laughs> she had a kid in Britain. Her husband is British. I mean, smart. That's dual citizenship, baby. That's what you very white you get. <laughs> What's wrong with very a very white, white like, baby? Uh, <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's nothing. I love that kid. I love that kid. I love that very know, white baby. Like, but do just don't talk about black white baby. <laughs> like, don't don't talk about she black black, politics and like black black she issues. Black, when, bro, when you, listen, you can't. No, Michael, no, 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 no. Don't don't Michael, use your black. No, no, no. Michael, See, this is some bullshit that listen, black people I'm, do. Don't use Michael, your black card when it's convenient to you. Don't make me pull out your government. Listen, nah, don't. She's no, allowed to talk about black issues. I get it. I I understand why people will be like, "Oh, don't pull out your black card when it's when it's convenient for you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." I, I to be honest, I don't even think she, she she ever pulls out the black card. She could care less if she was black. I really do. I, that's that's what I really do think. But nonetheless, she is a Tangled. black woman. Whether she's ha- half and half, little history, little she's a black little history, woman, little history. And she can speak little history, on black little issues. History, like little history. That. All right, tiny history about Candace Owen. Okay, tiny little tiny history about Candace Owen. No, Candace Owen got racially profiled in her in her university. You know what she did? She surprise, sued surprise. the university. Oh, you, did you she know really? She did? She sued, yes, she no. sued the university. You know what she called? You know what she called? The NCAP. You know what that stands for? The Negro Association. That's who she called. She used her black card when it was convenient for Candace Owen. And now Candace Owen is a what? I hate all black people on Black Lives Matter. So fuck Candace Owen. <laughs> fuck her political views. Fuck her. And fuck everything she stands for. I fucking hate Candace Owens. But... I'm always going to listen because you know why? It's always good to listen to the other side. But still, fuck Candace Owens and fuck her. Wow, dude. You, I've never seen you this passionate about something before in my I'm life. Not, I don't like... I'm not. I'm not. I really passionate. don't give a fuck. Bro when, you, when you, when you, bro, when you use like fuck back to back to back to back to back to make a sentence and you throw the word hate in there a few times, you are passionate about a certain subject. <laughs> that is factual. I don't, I don't, uh-uh. I... I I, I I appreciate everybody's stance on this. See see how my voice shakes. I appreciate everybody's stance on this, and uh, and I appreciate what Candace Owens brings to the to the wow. news front. I hope she does well, but I hope her show fails. Listen, I'm in, t- in the most nicest way. That, like I hope it gets like five seasons, but then it fails. Respectfully, I hope her show <laughs> fails <laughs> after five good seasons. Then fail. Yo, like, you know, I mean, she's out here money, working too. hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Just Yo, tearing down look. black people is working hard. <laughs> but fuck you. Oh, Yo, like, oh, man. See, why you do that? Why did you do that? You Listen, made me say this. Right now, I'm telling everyone right now, I did not gaslight Michael into doing this at all. I did not. He just, this came out from the innards of his belly. It's the fire just freaking lit and it just came out and spewed like a volcano. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing, bro. I tell you. Yo, um, would you be in favor for a four-day work week, or do you think it's like a bad idea? We shouldn't be heading down that road. What's the four days? Are you going? Are you going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then go Tuesday, Wednesday off, and then you're back Thursday or whatever? No, no okay. Let, let's let's simplify it. Let's say it's Monday to Thursday. We work Monday to Thursday, yeah. and then we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, or you can go. Uh, Tuesday to Friday, and then you have uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. It becomes sticky because people that I've I know work four days work like they work like longer hours type thing. They work like ten hour days, and I always ask them like, yeah, ten or twelve. Like, yeah, but I always ask them like, yo, do you like you know your three days off? 
And they always tell me no. And they tell me no because they're like, yo, the week just goes by quicker. The day is just, the third day doesn't really like ma- matter to them. Like the third day, like I get two days off work. Really great. Uh, I'm back to work tomorrow. But like the third day for them, they're always just like, yeah, that day just goes by really quickly. Like we're just, we're just there. Like you're just, you're mentally, the mentally, the mental aspect, maybe it'll help. But I, having three days off and telling people like, yo, take that third day or take that fourth day and just relax. Is it really going to help you? Unless if you're doing mental gymnastics and all that stuff, like let's say you're a plumber or, or you're an electrician, you're doing all that type of shit when you're making dumb money. Um, that's the only time where I would say like, yeah, you should be able to take like two to three weeks off and just like mentally like recharge. Okay, the way I look at it, and, and for a long time, I was never in favor for a four-day four, four day work week. I didn't have any solid reason for it. I was just like, well, fuck it. I just want to work. But then I got thinking about it, and my girlfriend brought this up um, actually last weekend. It feels like we need that day between Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? Because, yes, you have Friday. Everyone goes to work Friday. Then we have the rest of Then once we're done work, we have the rest of Friday do whatever we want. We can stay up as late as we want because Saturday we don't got to work and we're just chilling. Right. But then come Sunday, mm-hmm. now we got to flip our gears and get ready to go back to work and put our put our brains back in, in, in into mind into like work mode. So technically, really, we only have like one real full day off where we can do whatever, because, again, come Sunday, sure, we can sleep in and stuff. But, you know, Sunday, we now we got to figure out, all right. What do I got to do for Monday morning? What my, What's the rest of my week going to look like? I got to, you know, what am I going to make? What's lunches and blah, 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 blah. It feels like we need a day between Saturday and Sunday that just breaks up everything, gives you the extra day to, to not think about anything, not worry about anything, whether you want to sleep in or whether you want to go camping or do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, even even if we do start doing those things, people are still going to feel mentally exhausted eventually because those because what your work is going to do, some work, some work jobs are going to do this. They're going to just start piling on more work for those four days because they're going to say, oh, well, we, we can't make you work the fifth day because that's going to be considered overtime for you guys. So we're just going to pile in more work for you guys on those four days to stress you more out. And then those three, four days that you have off, you're just like, fuck, I got to gotta go back to my stressful job. Fuck, I got to that, that type of shit. Now, I'm just talking from a corporate standpoint. In, my, in all honesty, the people that I know or the stocks I buy and everything like that, them people work like three, four days and they're done. They're stressed <laughs> for those three, four days, but they're done. And I'm always asking them, like, yo, do you like, they're like, I love it. Three days, Michael. Three days. Come work with us. Three days. And that's it. They get all their shit done or most of their shit, working office jobs and stuff. And then they're like, yo, we're out. We're out. We go play basketball. If you have a good corporate you work for a good corporation, you go play basketball, go have volleyball tournaments, all that type of shit, right? Before COVID, obviously, you go do this corporate friendship stuff to, you know, gain morality and stuff and stuff. But like the big bosses and stuff always worked three, four days. Like being in those positions and leaving those positions, I've always understood like, yo, these people, you're not privy to that information. And you're not privy to get these days off. So... <laughs> Having days off, I understand. I want people to get their mental health. That's why therapy is important. But if 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 it if it does come to four days and the government could like make something up where like, okay, on this month or these two months, 
people work four days a week. I would love that type of shit. So like December, you're like you. Yeah. So you're saying like like every year, you know, pick two months out of the year or whatever. And yeah, you'll you'll get four days, a four day work yeah. week or whatever. Yeah, that would be so dope. I'm not, so I'm, not like, opposed, I'm not opposed to that either. So corporations would be prepared. They'd be like, okay, look, these two months we know four day work week. Okay, employees know. Okay, yes, January is coming up. Four day work week, longest month of the year. It's coldest month in Toronto. Everyone, everyone has to stay inside most of the time. That would be dope because December is always, you know, Christmas and stuff. So you can't make that for like what months would you pick? I would pick January and I would pick one hot month. So like August or something or July. I'd put one in summertime and I'd put one in like the fall slash winter time. So what um, month? So October? Uh, yeah. No, no. Because we got Thanksgiving. That, that usually makes things. You can't do that because corporate. I mean, I said we, we got Thanksgiving. So maybe like that's fine. Like, no, like don't put it in oh, October so you- because don't put it in October because we got Thanksgiving and, okay. and that usually makes the month go by a little bit faster. I guess you could throw January or February. Pro- you know what? February. Yeah, I like February better. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> all right, man. That's episode 11 here, I think. Look, but you said we weren't going to run. <laughs> Yo, people, you don't no, understand. Literally- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people don't understand when we say this. In pre- pre- pre-production, me and Zango always say, okay, y'all, bro. We're not running over 30 minutes, right? I tell Zango. I'm like, you sure? He goes, yes, Michael. We're not running yeah. over 30. I'm like, all right, bad, bro. It's 52 minutes. <laughs> it's almost an hour for y'all. Because <laughs> and me talk too much. And we bring up escorts. And then we bring up stupid shit like this. And I knew I had like two questions in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm going to ask him this. And that's going to be like 10 minutes. But fuck it. <laughs> but fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. It's just, I mean, it, it just gets, it gets away from you. It's, a, I think it, it works out to be a good episode. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. This is, has been episode number 11 of the Zenga Show with Mike. Uh, thank you all for locking in. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure you hit that follow subscribe button. Leave us a review on any platform that you listen to the show. And um, Mike just put up five fingers. I don't know what that means. Five stars, bro. Rate five stars. Oh, five, five st- stars. <laughs> five stars. Yeah, rate five, yeah, give us five stars, man. Like the great Bamani Jones said, if you give us anything lower, you're a hater. If you give me anything lower than a five star, you're a hater. Yo, I understand. Great Bamani Jones, I stole that from you. Salute, King. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, anything lower than a five star, you a hater. <laughs> All right, man. Um, until episode number 12, tell someone you love them. Take care of one another and peace and love, baby. This is the show.